Hello, and welcome to another podcast of Thriving Wild Golden. For those of you who may just be jumping onto this podcast because of the title, I am your host, Dr. Anno Nsima Obad. I am a board-certified internal medicine physician, functional medicine practitioner, award-winning author, and professional life coach. This is, I'm kind of taking time out to speak about this issue. As you're well aware, the WHO just declared the coronavirus a global pandemic yesterday, which was Wednesday, March the 11th. So this is truly an issue that I know a number of you want to hear from your healthcare practitioners. And so I decided to carve out the time just to jump on and kind of re-emphasize some of the common sense things that I'm sure you're already putting into place. For those of you who are not currently on my newsletter, I will also be sending out a newsletter. You can feel free to go to my website, drno.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-E-N-O.com in order to register to receive future newsletters, in order to update you about what it is I'm planning, my thoughts, and also to follow me more closely on social media. So the definition of a pandemic is simply a disease that has affected the entire world. So we know that that has happened. This virus, COVID-19, started in China, and it has spread globally. Our president of the United States place an embargo on flights coming in from Europe for the next 30 days, starting tomorrow, midnight, Friday, March the 13th. So what is it that you are supposed to do in this current pandemic? How can you protect not only your health, but the health of your family and your friends, in addition to your community? because that is how pandemics spread. They spread through the community. And currently, we are seeing a significant number of what we call community-acquired viral transmission. So these are not necessarily people who have traveled to the countries where this originated, for instance, China. First and foremost, I want us all to take a deep breath in. And calm ourselves because it's very easy to to become panicked and becoming panicked is not going to help anybody. Now, this is called a novel virus simply because we do not have any immunity. We have not been exposed to this virus in the past. And that is what makes it so virulent because we have no known immunity, our body has no memory, and so when it infects us, the infection may be a lot worse and sometimes life-threatening. As you are aware, the groups of individuals that have been advised to minimize contact or are at risk rather, not minimize contact, the individuals that are at highest risk are considered our elderly, i.e. those over 60, or those with coexisting medical conditions. Given that the current statistics show that over 110 million Americans alone have at least one or more chronic diseases, this is a significant amount of our population that 
need to be aware of the increased risk of illness should they be exposed to the coronavirus. So here are some of the common sense things, and it's really getting back to the to the elementals. I had a Facebook Live session early on today, and I'm kind of repeating that on this podcast so that we disseminate this information through as many channels as possible. I'll also be jumping onto a YouTube video. So for those of you who may want to see me on YouTube or maybe your um, channel of learning is more visual than auditory, rest assured that there will be a YouTube um, recording later on, either today or tomorrow. But let's get back to the common sense things. Hand washing is critical. And when I speak of hand washing, I'm not just talking about a casual putting your hands under run, running water and washing them for a few, few seconds and moving on. No, we're speaking about the 20 second rule, making sure that your hands are fully saturated with a soap, washing in between the digital webs, the back of your hands and up to the wrists. The 20 second rule applies to the length of time you need to be washing your hands. And one of the suggestions is to sing happy birthday twice. Okay. This is very important. And one of my pet peeves is being in a public restroom and actually hearing people leaving the bathroom stall, headed to the door without washing their hands. Totally nasty. And this is totally one of the reasons why viruses such as this will and can spread. So please commit to washing your hands for at least 20 seconds, making sure that when you dry your hands, you let the faucet run. And I know for those of you in third world countries, you, you'll go crazy on this, but yes, we can't wash our hands and turn the t- faucet off with our washed hands. So maybe grab a towel, turn the faucet off, and then proceed to dry your hands. Be careful about touching surfaces because we do know that this virus can live for up to three days on surfaces. So the same rule applies. You go to a public restroom, you use a a paper towel to open up the door as you're leaving. I would strongly recommend having a supply of a sanitizer. Now, that does not mean that you need to stockpile sanitizers. I have often walked around, I've walked around with sanitizers for years, and I can confidently tell you that just a 60 ml sanitizer can last you for quite some time. So you don't need to stockpile. We're finding situations where the price of sanitizers are going up because they are being stockpiled and there's a shortage of the supply. So please, that's another thing I want to emphasize. Please don't have this, in quotes, bunker mentality where you think that, you know, there's going to be no supply left and it's just going to be you, yourself, and your family out there. And so you need to stockpile. That is selfish, that drives up prices, and that is totally unnecessary. So use the supplies that you need to use And please, this is the time when we need to remember our friends, our families, and our communities, and most especially those of us in healthcare. 
We need to have these sanitizers available in order to help you who come to seek help from us. So don't stop stockpile so that the price goes up ridiculously. Now, there's been this concept about social social isolation. Um, I think that is very important. If it is, and as you may be well aware, the NBA has, um, um, I think they've postponed their season. They haven't canceled it. They've postponed their season. This is for those of us in the United States, by the way. They postponed their season and the NCAA will be hosting March Madness without any audience, without anybody in the state, in, in, in the in the basketball stadiums. This is important because it is possible to be totally asymptomatic with this virus or any other viral illness and still transmit it. And so the less we are around each other, the less the chance of this this um, community spread becoming more rampant. Now, to get up-to-date information, if it's absolutely necessary for you, if you're really very interested in the minute-to-minute incidents of where this virus is is spreading, I encourage you to go to cdc.gov and you'll get information about you know where this map where where the map is. I will post that in the in the host notes for you for those of you who want to really keep uh, you know track it, track of of where this virus is spreading etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, now, let's speak about the things that you can do to enhance and optimize your immune system. I like to emphasize food first before supplements. Yes, there are supplements out there, but I won't be recommending those. I won't even be speaking about those on this podcast because I don't know your individual medical conditions. However, I will have some suggestions on a later webinar. So again, if you want to keep in touch and you want to um, learn more and you want to stay in tune with what the healthcare leaders are, uh, are recommending in this arena at this current time, please again, feel free to go to my website, drno.com, register for the newsletter. You will get, get, and also another thing you can do is go to my page, my, my Facebook page, Dr. Eno and Seema Oba, just, just search for Dr. Eno. You'll find my Facebook page and just like that page because we will be updating when we're when we're coming up with these events. So in the next, I would say in the next three to five days, I will be launching a webinar which talks about ways to optimize your immune system. Not necessarily just speaking about the coronavirus, but of course, if you optimize your immune system, you're probably going to be at less risk of manifesting the virus. However, remember that even though the virus may not necessarily manifest in your system, it's still important to take those precautions in order to reduce community spread. So we're looking to reduce the devastating effects, the 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 pneumonias, the fever, the chills, the things that can take you out. But still, in as much as you're optimizing your immune system, you still want to take the precautions, washing your hands, some form of isolation, social isolation in order to prevent community spread. Now, Um, What else do I have to recommend here? Yes, I I was speaking about other things, you know, what I call holistic approaches to optimizing your your immune system. 
Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, take a deep breath. And I literally mean that. Take time to take a deep breath. This information can seem overwhelming, especially for those of you who are not necessarily in the medical field and you're being, you know, slammed with this information about how many cases there are and how many deaths there are and how it's spreading and how the presence is closing down the borders and how this, that, and the other. It can seem overwhelming. And overwhelm puts undue stress on the physical body and releases a cascade of stress hormones, which will diminish and impair your immunity. So I literally invite you, I literally invite you to take several deep breaths throughout the day. Learn how to practice deep breathing. Number one, it promotes your parasympathetic tone, which helps to tamper down stress, and most importantly, provides you with the critical oxygen that you need in order to optimize your overall wellness. So take a deep breath. Number two, take media breaks. Please don't have the TV on and please don't have the Facebook feed on and please don't have the Instagram feed on that's telling you all the terrible things that are going on with coronavirus. Learn to be present with what is happening now, what is happening now in your environment and don't feed into the paranoia. Yes, this is a serious condition, but it shouldn't be so overwhelming that it affects you and your ability to function because there are certain people who become just, just totally paralyzed by the overwhelm of information. So if you're one of them, take social media, even if you're not one of them. I am, I am committing myself to taking social media breaks. So even though I'm going to be more frequent on social media, because I feel that as a thought leader, that I need to be out there providing people with useful information and not just the horror stories or not just the instilling fear, but instilling hope in you in order to really use this as an invitation to optimize your health and well-being and the health and well-being of your family and your community. In as much as I will be more frequently on, on social media, I'm also going to be conscious about taking breaks, for instance. Now, another very important caveat is to make sure you get enough sleep. And sleep gets affected by stress. And so taking time before bedtime and disconnecting from social media, and again, focusing on that those deep breaths and perhaps just practicing some mindfulness minutes before you go to bed so you get good quality sleep. One of the things I have strongly recommended in the past is taking the TV out of the bedroom if you can, or if not, because of what we call EMF radiations, electromagnetic field radiations coming from your electronic equipment, I personally cover my TV, which is a small TV. I cover it with a black cloth at night. So, you know, you may want to try that. You may want to implement some of those strategies in order to get good quality sleep because good quality sleep helps to improve the immune system. You've heard us talk over and over again about nutrition. Food is medicine. Food is connection food is therapeutic. So right now, I know that a lot of times when we're stressed, what do we reach for? We reach for the salty and the sweet foods and the processed foods. I want you to be mindful 
and take into consideration that in order to optimize your immune system, that your body needs wholesome, unprocessed foods. We're talking about your fruits and your vegetables. We're talking about the phytonutrients that come from these sources in order to switch on those cellular signals that will help to improve your immune health. So think blueberries, think strawberries, think organic, think more vegetables, think improving and increasing your fiber. Think about your best friend, broccoli, which is a great activator at the cellular level and helps improve your mitochondrial health. Think your mushrooms. Think your good oils, your omega-3 fatty acids. So these are things that if you're not already doing, you can start. And if you are already doing, you can implement more of. Water, hydration, important. Commit to drinking enough fluids to keep yourself well hydrated. If you begin to feel, you know, foggy thinking, for instance, that may be one indication that you're not drinking enough water. So there's no particular rule of thumb. You've heard about eight glasses of water, go for it. But one um, suggestion I have is that if you if you notice your urine is really yellow, that you're not getting enough hydration. Cut down on the sugary drinks, cut down on the soda, keep yourself well hydrated. I know some of you may be wondering, well, what about um, alkaline water, Dr. Dr. Anno? I personally have no problem with alkaline water. I think it may have some benefits, but just good, well-filtered water for now. Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it going. So those are some of the tips I have. Now, we talked about social isolation. I personally am not doing a whole lot of going out um, because I already work in a high-risk environment. I already work in a hospital. That's that's kind of, in quotes, my day job. I work as a hospitalist. So my job right now is when I'm not working in the hospital to stay at home, thinking good vibes, limiting my social media, increasing my fruits and vegetables, increasing my hydration so that should I, when I do need to go back into the hospital, that my immune system is optimized. I'm getting enough sleep in between my shifts. So it may require, again, social isolation, reducing your you, you, the number of outings you take. But just consider this, that you're doing this for not only for you, but for the community. Important, again, please, let's not get paranoid. Let's not get panicked. Let's really look at this as a global effort to help all of us collectively on the planet to reduce exposure and to reduce spread of the coronavirus and know that in the end, everything will be fine. And then if it is not fine, it's not the end. So again, my fellow thrivers, I just felt it important to jump on. I will be releasing this podcast immediately for those of you who want to listen. If you have any questions or comments, please go to my Facebook page, Dr. Enno. Search me out. Leave a comment. Leave a question. If you need any updates, you know, feel free to send me. Um, if you have any questions or you need any updates or you have any suggestions for updates, uh, feel free to send me an email at info at dreno.com. I-N-F-O at Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R-E-N-O.com. This is the end of this podcast. Again, it's kind of like just stepping out of the regular routine. We'll get back to our regular routine come Sunday. Okay, God bless, stay strong, and be well. 
Hello there, and thank you for listening to Thriving Wild Golden. Health-related information provided through this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice, and it should not be used to diagnose or treat health problems. Please be sure to consult with your healthcare provider before instituting any changes.